Hey guys, welcome to the Enneagram Taxi Podcast, where our purpose is to have conversations around the Enneagram of personality with Enneagram coach and spiritual director, Logan Jones. Sit back, relax, and experience the nine Enneagram types in their own words. Today's guest is Aaron Rose. Almost here. Hey! Hey, Logan! Oh my goodness, Aaron, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Woo. I'm doing well. Good. I'm doing well. Glad to hear it. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to stay cool. Uh, I'm trying it's to a, stay. It's <laughs> a million degrees. <laughs> It is. We are recording this in yeah. July, but it might as well be August. Yeah. <laughs> 2020, look out. Yeah. What a year, right? It's what a year. A heck of a year. Wow. Yeah. A heck of a year. Yes. But we're like halfway through. Let's just see what the next six or seven months have to offer us. Hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Five months. <laughs> I know. Honestly, I have completely lost time. Yeah, I mean, every day is the same. Like, cause I'm on sabbatical. So especially like every single day, it's just the sunrise is the sunsets. Mm-hmm. There's no change, there's no variation. Oh my gosh, I know. Oh, man, Silk and I are exactly the same way. It's just like, we're mm-hmm. sort of losing track of time yeah. in, the, in the old in the exactly. old house, yep. in the old townhouse. Oh, oh my goodness. Hey, well, I know of course, but the listeners don't know who is Aaron Rose. Who is Aaron Rose? That's an existential question. Like, <laughs> it is. Tell us about it. If yourself. there ever was one. Okay, so I'm Aaron. Um, I am a. I serve at a church called Eastern Fellowship. I'm the worship and teaching pastor there. Um, but right now, for uh, through until September 29th, I am on sabbatical. Which means that the church has just allowed me a season of rest after serving um, full-time for a period of... I've been on staff there for seven years. Mm -hmm. So um, they're just like, take some time for yourself. Get rejuvenated. Get some rest. Yes. um, Recreate. Reconnect with the Lord. Yes. And um, that's what I've been doing for the past little while. So I'm like right smack dab in the middle. Yes. And, um, but yeah, so I'm from Connecticut originally. I've lived in Richmond for about eight years. I came here mm-hmm. through an inter- a songwriting internship with David Bailey, ah. um, an Arabon. It's now called the Urban Doxology Songwriting Internship, but it had a different name back then. I'm in a band yes, called you are. Urban Doxology. Go ahead and play. How can people yeah, access Yeah, you can Urban. find Urban Doxology on anywhere you can find music. So yes. Spotify, uh, Apple Music, YouTube, like we're everywhere. Please download our albums, listen to them. And we're working on another one too. Oh so be on the lookout. Yes, people. Yeah, for yes, album yes, number yes. three. Oh man, Aaron. Thank you for leading something like that, by the way, because this is... What an incredible work. Yeah. And really good on Easton Fellowship and all the beautiful yeah. sisters and brothers there yep. for recognizing the value of and the spiritual gift uh, and just the natural rhythm of making sure that you have rest too. Yeah. That is so definitely such an Praise integral part of that. Hey, um, 
my question, my next question is, what's our pit stop today? Yeah, our pit stop is going to be um, one of the an overlook at Chimborazo Park. Ah. Um, and it's, I wanted to come here because maybe about two-ish years ago, I had this like kind of supernatural experience there. Mm. Just really like, it really set in like I was getting ready to put on the mantle of leadership. Like I had already mm. been a leader in my church for some time at that point, but it just felt like confirmation and affirmation from the Holy Spirit at that time to like be a leader, the leader that God called me to be. And so leadership wow. is and being an authority or having, or, um, Operating in God's delegated authority is something that I don't take lightly at all. Wow. It's nothing to play with. Like, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. it's just God allows you to be, to participate in caring for his loved ones. And Absolutely. so, Man. yeah, I was at the park, you know, just looking out over the city, whatever. And I just really felt like, well, this is like, this is a burden for leadership that's being placed on you. So, um, mm. that's. Yeah, that's where our pit stop is. Wow. Wow. That's, yeah. That's, it is not lost to me. There's another episode where, so I know exactly where to go because this, you know, and I, um, because in another episode we were here as well for different reasons and but how neat that is that 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 this is so new even though yeah. we're going to the same place it's not lost on me yeah this is a different angle this is a different point of view speaking of different angles and different points of view mm-hmm. what is what is your uh, type on the Enneagram that yeah, you lead with. What I is your lead Enneatype? with the type six and it took me a while to figure out. Yes, I'm a six and that seems to be um, pretty characteristic of, of a six. Like I've heard that they often um, like identify with so many other types like mm-hmm. they can be mistyped but like yeah after like reading and like really like doing some introspection like type six is the, the thing I'm definitely is the yeah. one I'm leading with. Uh, I love that you mentioned introspection because yeah. that that kind of self observation is yep. really 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 critical. Um, so yep. if you're listening in and you don't know what the enneagram is, maybe, or you don't even know what your ennea sure. type is, sure. Um, may I recommend um, that that you. Uh, Spend some time thinking about that. It's not talking about behaviors. It's talking about focus of attention and motivation. Right. And um, yeah, so some introspection there sure. and self-observation, like Aaron said, is key. People. Absolutely. Well, here we are. Why don't we hop out and go snap some shots and experience and take it in? Let's do it. Let's do it. Wow. It is hot. It's hot today. (laughs) However, it is warm. warm. However, whatever season you're listening to this podcast in, and if you are near or if you even live in Richmond, make your way to Shimborazo Park Mm -hmm. and spend some time here. Block off some time on the calendar of yours and spend some time here. Yeah. Wow. Follow Aaron's lead. I'm glad I did. Yeah. Man. Aaron, you had mentioned earlier and we're about to head into that um like any type talk right sure. when we're talking but it's not lost on me another thing that's not lost on me is that um the signs even say like richmond national battlefield park and what i think is fascinating of course that i'm sure has a whole lot of meanings but i'm going to kind of borrow it for this especially in leadership 
what a battlefield we all have in the mind. And I know you mentioned type Honey. six. Oof. And it's just like, can we for a second just keep it real? You know, that is, isn't that so real? It's especially in leadership. real. Like, the literally the battlefield like that my mind is mm -hmm. just on a normal basis mm. um just because i want to do the right thing not just so that i'm doing the right thing just so that the people that i'm caring for mm. like have what they need so like my core desire of course is like to feel secure like mm -hmm. I want to feel safe but I also want that for other people like I want mm -hmm. other people to feel like everything is fine here so right. you know when I'm in a position of like leadership or authority I it's my it feels like it's my job my responsibility to make sure everyone is fine mm -hmm. and it also feels like the actions that I do or don't do like affect each and every person's like internal feeling of wellness or whether they're fine or secure it gets very messy in yeah. here like it gets yes. very tangled it's easy for me to get like completely wrapped up in the thing that i'm doing so it's hard for me to know like where i end and my work begins mm. um yeah that's it's just and it's all happening in my mind so like i don't necessarily present as an anxious person, people always are just like, oh, wow, you're very confident. You know, you're teaching and preaching all the time. You're leading worship all the time. You're doing urban doxology. Like, but on the inside, I just am making sure I'm, I'm saying the exact right thing at mm. the exact right, at the exact right time, mm -hmm. because I just have this um, concern that if I'm not doing it exactly right, mm -hmm. things are going to fall apart. Whoa. Yeah. So there's that feeling yes. like you just mentioned of things falling yeah. falling apart all mm -hmm. the time uh, not not being secure yeah not being safe yes wow so that's when i'm mm -hmm. like feeling like okay maybe if that's my train of thought all the time i'm like maybe i'm not in the healthiest place mm. of you know what i'm saying yeah. of like just even just being and existing as a person right yeah. wow well, my name is Logan Jones. I'm an Enneagram coach here in Richmond, Virginia, and I'm a spiritual director as well. And uh, if that might be in your future, or if you might be thinking about, huh, I don't even know what that is. I offer free consultation conversations. So go to loganjonescoaching.com, hit me up in that way. And uh, I would love nothing more than to have a conversation with you to see if that might be the right next step for you. Because this kind of self-observation work, this kind yeah. of stuff, um, it sounds like we have the word self in there, yeah. but it, in all things Enneagram, we're talking about the self in context. Sure. So really the beneficiaries of you doing some self-observation work and all that in, in, internal stuff, as Aaron's been alluding to, mm -hmm. are the people in your life, the people yeah, in your workplace, so the people yeah. at your church, the people in your community, um, your partners, you know, that, that right there. So yeah, the next thing I wanna highlight is the Enya app. You could say that my, my, um, all my Enneagram coaching really is kind of 
quote-unquote powered through this um, wonderful people over at hearthstone counseling shout out to scott taylor and elan um, just wonderful wonderful people over there and everybody else over there thank you for this amazing app that is just it's free at the app store wherever you get it get that um, if you don't know your type they have a little type test on there that's free as mm -hmm. well so go ahead dive in people so here we are today we're talking with aaron rose type six and so we're gonna open the Enya app here and we're gonna click on type six. And I always go with this one sentence, sort of like a, you know, diving board. Of course. A springboard. Of course. And um, you can comment on it or you can just uh, go, oh, not for me, and then launch into whatever you yeah. wanna say. So. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> so here's the sentence. Who cares if the glass is half empty or half full? It will break anyway. What does that yeah. say to you, Yeah. if anything? <laughs> that's a little overtly negative so I hear that and I just I'm like no don't think like that like but honestly I I see that in my everyday interactions just see in my conversations with people mm. um, I that sounds extremely pessimistic there's just like you go beyond it being half empty the whole the whole thing is gonna burn it's gonna shatter <laughs> like it's all gonna fall apart and and what then though yeah exactly what then oh um yes so i can i can also you know play a little bit of devil's advocate sure. because my partner's a type six as well so okay. i want to i want to give you all some credit mm -hmm. what if that's actually being now this is obviously a little bit of a different angle, but what if that's really being positive? Because you're saying, well, who cares about this little discussion of half full, half empty, if actually we need to worry about what are we gonna do if somebody cuts themselves on the shards of the glass that breaks? That's true, yeah. And so I'm like, wait a minute. If we yeah. follow all the way through, the courage to go all the way there yeah. might actually be the most positive thing. Absolutely. If, if I have cut myself on that glass that broke. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's just like, whatever you think the worst case scenario is, it's not. Wow. I know what the actual worst case scenario is. Whoa. So let's plan for that. Like, Whoa. What, do you, like what are, so I, what wow. I've seen in my own conversations, just even in working on, on a team at a church, like, mm -hmm. let's think about, don't, deal with like having fluff answers to people's hard questions is not enough oh my god you have to be able to honestly like answer and be faithful to the hardest things in people's lives mm -hmm. like surface level stuff is not gonna cut it for most people they authenticity like feels like very valuable mm -hmm. in our society so i think that like People, yeah, I guess that does make sense. What you're just thinking about is a glass half full or that's half empty. Like that's just going based on what you can see right now. Let's go a little bit further and a little bit deeper to like what can bring real challenges and real pain mm. to other people. So yeah, mm. yeah, I guess that is, it's pessimistic, but optimistic, but also like very positive and like, you gotta be prepared. Let's right. all be prepared so we can all stay safe. Whoa, yeah. and. Something in in what you just said really struck me. Mm -hmm. I've already mentioned that, you know, my beloved Soka is yeah. is type six, and and um, how often, and I am guilty of this, and I I apologize to you, Soka. I apologize mm -hmm. to you, Aaron, because I've also probably done this to y'all or any other beloved sixes is to not take too seriously 
when you're worried about something. Yes. To try and be like, oh, because I don't want to be worried either. Mm-hmm. I do the wrong thing of being like, oh, it's 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 fine. Let's, it's fine you're or something. You're overreacting. Yeah, you're being kind of downplay it. That it's, happens all, and that's honestly yeah. the worst thing you could say oh. to be like. You're overreacting. You're being traumatic. Because you aren't. I'm not. This yeah. is a real thing that could ha- No, I'm not saying mm-hmm. I need to feed into the worst of my impulses all the time. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I know it exactly can get what you're saying. Completely. I can go. I can spiral. I can. So you need people to be kind of like <laughs> bumpers. Like, sis, you are actually okay right now. Like, mm. you're fine. Mm. But. That's a good point. Yes. Yeah. You do need people to be like, you are. But right now, you're fine. That's a it's good okay point. to be prepared. You're safe now. Wow. You will be safe later. Don't. Because I. That's a I good point. often feel. If I'm worried about something in the future, mm-hmm. I often feel unsafe right now. I feel insecure oh, wow. and unsettled right now. Like anticipatory. Yes. The in, because oh. I don't know what's going to happen, I can't relax in the present. Wow, I've got you. Yes. Okay. So you do need pe- people to be like, friend, you're okay. I hear you. Yes, and you're okay right now. Wow, okay. So I think that is important. But yeah, yeah. don't like... Honestly, when people like minimize what I'm saying or they act like, ugh, whatever, she just is being so dramatic. Like, it just feels like you don't even really care what I have to say or what I have to offer anyway. So, like, in the future, I won't even share it with you. Oh, dismissive. Yes. Oh, shutting somebody's voice down. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Which... I can't speak for anybody else, but for myself, that's never my intention. Oh, no. But, but it's I can not see usually how that can, people's intention. But, well, yeah. But that's well, how, so, yeah. Some people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, of course, never me, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but not yeah, me, yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. Uh, no, I do, I do repent there, oh, you yeah, know. But at the same time, I think it's because that natural gifting, that, that six is... It, it seems from my perspective that sixes have a, a courage. I'll just be honest. I'm, I don't necessarily have that courage. And so I'll, I'll dismiss it because it's like, I don't want to go there. Yeah. And I think it's as easy as just like, Oh, let's just whistle in the dark yeah. sort of, or let's just have a positive spin on this. Whereas in my better moments, I'll be honest, I'll actually want to talk about it. Sure. I'll go say that again. And let's think that through because actually, you know, yeah. in a, in a very, in a very beautiful way what if you have a point what if mm-hmm. that does come to pass yeah and to i love how you sort of made this image of like uh bringing that future scenario into yeah. the present yeah but then not getting stuck because it isn't present right so allowing it to kind of float back out yes because it may not happen right what what a battlefield the mind what is. a battlefield the mind <sighs> is man wow so what about what about life really stresses you out? Like what really kind of bugs you? What What is something that just really stresses you out? Like, is this like serious or is it like... It doesn't have to be serious. I don't like when... Um, <laughs> um, I don't really... So I love this. I both love it and hate it. So mm-hmm. if any of my friends are listening, know that I love this but I also don't like group trips like I love them if everybody's of the same mind but you don't know if everybody's gonna be the same mind Mm. and um, I don't like leaving the planning of group trips in the hands of other people because I want to make sure I'm gonna have everything the way I want it to be Mm -hmm. which is not I'm not like super controlling like we have to have an agenda we have to have an itinerary like 
but I also just don't trust that another person has thought everything all the way through. Mm. So that, yeah, just yeah. in my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I don't think you've thought things through, it just, it gets under my, under my skin. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. group trips are hard. Because that's your go-to mode is the what-if scenarios, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, if somebody hasn't done that. Yeah. Wow. Because that kind of base level of feeling unsafe mm -hmm. just sort of goes into overdrive. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. I feel you. What about what about times in your life though when you're able to like fully relax, you know? When you feel secure. Oh, I have like to maybe on vacay or something, you know? Yeah, I have to really, really, really know the people that I'm going and feel yeah. very, very, very comfortable. And mm. even then sometimes I'm still like a little on edge. But I can relax because I'm like, at the end of the day, this mm -hmm. is these are my people, so I'll be fine. Yeah. Like this is my crew, this is my group. Even yeah. if I'm annoyed by something, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter because I'm with them. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So there's this sense of I can finally relax into yeah, because regardless of what happens. Because I'm with the people that I love most deeply. Yes. It, nothing, it doesn't matter what happens. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting this sense of like, I got your back, you got mine. Sort oh, of. yeah. And that's, yep. that, if, it, wow. if it's a group of people that I know, it's like mutual, like just holding each other down, mm -hmm. like unconditional then I'm fine mm. yeah that's a good point um, what about like in work scenarios you know when it really counts and like we've got deadlines or or like when y'all are on tour for example I mean whew, I know that's yeah. that, that, that can be super stressful in a different way that can be like you know uh, well they want us at the venue at this time and sound check here and then that yeah so I'm also just still like not a very timely or on time person anyway so I'm I don't know good I thought I was alone so yeah, no, sigh no, no, of no. relief you're not alone. <laughs> I am not like the timeliest of ladies or humans on the earth um, but I do think that especially when traveling with a group of people I tend to be the more like I play the mom role mm -hmm. like so you know like when your mom you go out with your mom my mom didn't do that I don't know maybe she did do it I don't know but I see other moms do this like they know what snack their child needs and when they'll need it so that when the child is about to freak out, or what game or whatever uh -huh. distraction diversion they need so if the child is about to freak out they know here take this right now so the child is like okay yeah. so i tend to yes. take on not to say that my group members are ch children because you guys are adults you are vibrant viable adults that lead full lives and can make your own choices but i will always whenever we go someplace look up restaurants in the area to make sure the person who decides to be a raw vegan has something to eat mm. i will make sure wow. that the person uh, that we're meeting at the airport knows exactly when we're coming. How do we know exactly mm -hmm. what door to meet this person at? Like, wow. I just am always thinking ahead about like those small details. I'm like running through. Literally, what I do is I play through what could possibly happen mm -hmm. in any given situation. And then like, if there's a question that I have and I don't already have the answer to it. Yeah then I just, I have to make sure that it yeah. gets resolved. It's like in um, Avengers. Wow. Have you seen Avengers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And um, when Dr. Strange is like looking at all the like possibilities, wow. outcomes, that's mm -hmm. like all the time. Wow, the time. I got you. Now this might be a wonderful point to sort of highlight like in in the sixth nature, right? Yeah. What six represents really, there there is sort of um, a, 
of course, in all things Enneagram, uh, the more you study, the more you see. But there is this sort of nuance between phobic and counterphobic. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's probably dynamic. You sure. know, a lot like introverted, extroverted. Yeah. Like, there's a little bit of both. But I think that's a great example of counterphobic. Yeah. Um, because you're going towards it. You're yeah. you're checking the restaurants out. The, um, of course, the, the anger or the sort of motivation mm-hmm. here yeah. is, well, what if all this happens? So it's fear, but... Yeah. but or anxiety, maybe. Yeah. Just making sure that the most positive outcome can happen. So everybody's fine. Yeah. And nobody but has taking a little action, going towards yeah. it, counterphobic, yeah. instead of freezing, or 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 yeah. fleeing it and just staying yeah. home. You know, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I I do think that it, I do have like, like you said, it's dynamic, counterphobic, mm-hmm. and, and like situations like that. Mm. In a group, I will absolutely 100% be counterphobic because I, I just will fill whatever sort of void right. is there. But when it comes to just me by myself, like making decisions on my own, that's when it's like phobic. I freeze. So like, you know how um, mm-hmm. they say like your a fear response is fight or flight. Uh-huh. Mine is play dead. Like possum. Like I will completely freak out into inaction if it's something that like I'm the only one that's responsible yeah. for it. Uh, and there's not like a, t- you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. just will, yeah. Yeah. I've literally almost had, <laughs> this is so still silly. I've almost had like a panic attack in Lowe's trying to decide what color paint I was going to, like which shade of forest green to paint my, <laughs> like my bedroom. I, I got I, nauseous trying to I'm not laughing to, like, at you, by the way. I am, this is, with all my six clients, with, yeah. did I mention my beloved is a yes. six? This is a, they're, they are all tracking right now. Yes, because I just, I'm like, what if it's not the one I want? Like, and I just. What if it's not just, the perfect, what if it's not the right And thing? I just, yeah, and I just will, oh my gosh, what am I going to yes. do? And I was like, if I pass out in this Lowe's, I'm going to be very frustrated <laughs> with myself, so I just picked a color. And wow. it ended up being fine. Um, yeah, so I love how you touched on those, though, because um, each Enneagram type is connected on the Enneagram mm-hmm. to these 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 other two natures, these yeah. other two points. Um, and for six, that's nine and three, yeah. and, and you touched on both of them. When 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 six can relax, yeah, and just kind of trust, yes, the process. Mm-hmm. That that would be that sort of six nine. Yes, when I'm feeling secure, yes. everything yeah. is like. Yeah, when you're with your people. Yes. Yeah. And then, sort of, when it feels like, oh, maybe I'm in a job interview, or we feel like it really counts, yeah. that can be the 6-3, which can be a slip and slide into negativity. Yeah, sure. Um, because it's like, is this is this the most appropriate thing? Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and what 3 can represent is I can become the role yeah. and forget who I am. Yes. And yes. deceive myself that I'm yes. just this role. That's good. You know, and I can dial out some of my emotions, you know. Yeah. And yet, it also represents, though, let's say we do the connection to nine first. We're relaxed. Things are going to work out. I got my people. They got my back. I got theirs. Mm -hmm. Self-remembering who I am, whose Mm -hmm. I am. Now, what's open in a grounded way is something you exemplify, which is, okay, now let my authentic self do some work sure. and be productive yeah. and go on tour and, you know, yeah, and all course. the things that you stand for. Here we are, um, a few 
minutes away yeah, from sure. your destination. Of course. Um, I always love to highlight this moment in the Enneagram Taxi, which yeah. is we've got this microphone yes. set up here. And this is an opportunity where there are other sixes yeah. on the other side, listening in on earbuds or on their stereos yes. while they're doing yes. the dishes or taking a walk or walking the dog or in yeah. their cars. But you have this opportunity to speak directly to them yeah. or maybe even to your younger self, whichever. What might you want to say? Um, I think I would just want to say, like, especially, I would say this past year, maybe the past two years have been incredibly challenging for me. Some of the most challenging, like the most challenging period of my life. Um, and I really felt the weight and the pressure of, um, needing to hold everything together. Um, and I think that I held on to that responsibility a little too tightly. Um, and on, if I'm being honest, like cracked under the pressure. Yeah. Um, it yeah. just was not a great time or a great space for me. So what I would mm. say for myself two years ago, what I would say for any other six that's listening right now that feels like you're holding everything together, your presence or whatever you have to offer, whatever you bring to a certain organization or group of people, like if you step back, then everything is all gonna fall apart. You are not the one that's holding everything together. Literally the Bible says, Jesus is holding everything together. Jesus is the one that's making all things right. Jesus is the one that's responsible for reconciling all things to himself. That is not your job. Like, so I, I just want everyone to know, like, it's not all up to you. Mm. It's not all up to you. You don't have to hold everything together because wow. that's a job only Jesus can do. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Aaron, thank you for that. Oh my goodness. Of thank course. you for that. Wow. I'm sure all the sixes love that, but not them. <laughs> of course, we all have all nine types in us, like yeah, we always say, but we lead with one. Yeah. But, um, Thank you for that because yeah. that is, we can relax. We we have gifts to give. Yeah. We have stuff to do. Um, but, at, but at the same time, thank you for that reminder that if we look to what I love to call Brother Jesus, you yeah, know, if we look to course. Brother Jesus, we see this human life that trusts yep. the Creator, yes. that trusts who Jesus calls Abba. And thank you for that mm -hmm. because we all need a little bit yes. more of that, especially in these days. So thank yep. you so much. Of course. And Aaron, it's been so real. It's been great. Thank you for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. COVID-19 elbow bump. How elbow about? bump. Oh. <laughs> all right. See ya. See ya. Logan Jones is available to you for Enneagram coaching or spiritual direction and would love nothing more than to help you discover your type on the Enneagram through conversations and personal growth work. So whether you're new, somewhat familiar, or a seasoned Enneagram enthusiast, simply visit loganjonescoaching.com to book your free consultation now. Thank you so much to today's guest. Please visit the show notes to access information on their work and the fantastic projects they're a part of. The Enneagram Taxi Podcast is recorded by Logan Jones, and it's produced by Stephen R. Sanders. And finally, last but not least, a big thank you to our listeners. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, please give us a review on iTunes. It'd mean a lot to us. And tune in next time for another revealing conversation about one of the nine types in the Enneagram Taxi with Coach Logan. See you there.